Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> wanted to talk about what uh i well it's wedding season it's is upon us it is spring is wedding uh, season uh, spring 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 has sprung yeah spring sprung about six weeks ago guys okay uh no i i just thought it, i found it find it interesting like seeing um wedding i'm officiating a wedding here soon yeah. uh and it uh You've done this before. I did. I did it one time before. I officiated one time before. It was very informal setting, and it was more. Uh, they wanted a nice little private ceremony, just with a couple family members and a couple friends. And it was honestly, it was mostly just because of health insurance reasons. They're already planning on getting married. They have a huge wedding planned in the fall. And uh, let's and talk about just, health insurance in this country. I, I don't want to talk. I do not want to talk about health insurance in this country. And by the way, we do apologize. It makes my fucking head hurt. Oh, I know. Makes my yeah. Uh, apologize to Kevin Perry for this will be a quote shit short show. Yes, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin likes the Joe Rogan esque three hour long <laughs> banter sessions that we have. And however, and would, sometimes we're just limited, especially with the fact that my meds that I'm on right now will wear off. Yeah. In the next 30 minutes or so. And I got some ways to be downtown because last show we did talk about First Friday being this coming week and it's happening. It's true. Actually tomorrow, but it will have already happened by the time you people hear this. First so. Friday is happening today. Yeah. Not tomorrow. Today. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's what's going on. Something's wrong with him. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I officiated so that wedding. They just kind of sped up the timeline because the guy is a little unhealthy. He needs some health insurance. Anyway. Yeah. Which is... A bunch of horse shit. Like, a, a, a couple shouldn't have to do that. But, I thought we weren't going to talk about health but the, insurance. But the great thing is, oh, God, not, I can't. <laughs> I, I just want to go off on this rant about it. People stay together. People stay married because of health insurance. They absolutely do. And yeah. and that's uh, that's just awful. It is. Uh, but, you know, it is, it's a thing and whatever. In fact, well, they ought to be just the opposite. They ought to say, you know, if you guys get divorced, better health insurance. <laughs> there should be, be an incentive to get divorced. Yeah, I like that. The incentive. You were thinking to get about getting divorced. You probably should. We'll just kick you a little faster into that. Thinking about. I can see the billboards now. Thinking about divorce. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Just it, what I, I had said right before we started recording that weddings bring out the best and the worst in everybody. Yes, uh, they because do. they're stressful situations, and everybody wants theirs to be perfect and and not have any problems and. Uh, inevitably, because you have so many, there's such a huge human factor involved in that. There's not exactly a lot of machinery involved in uh, or computer programming. It's not. There it's should not, be. It's not very digital. It's very much analog. There should be more machinery in weddings. There should be more machinery in weddings. <laughs> but see, that's how not you get sure. terminators, man. Like I don't. I, don't <laughs> I was thinking machinery, like a huge, like front end loaders, like the, those big summits that work in gold mines and things yeah. like that. You know, or big dump trucks. Why? Are, how would you involve those in a wedding? I, I, you, you absurdist fucking nightmare. You could put everybody involved in the wedding in one of those massive dump trucks and just dump them into the area where they're going to be officiating. You know, just beep, beep, beep. That is overcomplicating. <laughs> that you're, you're, now you're overcomplicating things by adding machinery. And then th hopefully people have health insurance because they're going to be 
broken bones. Fucked up. Yeah, from that. Go ahead. <coughs> anyway, I am a little under the weather. Weather. <laughs> oh my god. I'm also starting to sweat. I can feel the Sudafed coursing through my veins. Yeah. Every every time I I chew up a tablet of, of of Sudafed, I think of Breaking Bad. I have never chewed a tablet. I didn't chew it. I I, I, I think I swallowed it first. Okay. I do crack it in half though, like so it goes. It, I've done that since I was a kid. Like, That's it, pretty bitter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you you crack it and then immediately take a swig of water. Sure, it just hits you faster. Yeah, because I want I want relief now. I don't want time release. I don't I don't buy into bullshit time release crap. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the weddings, like, they bring, bring out the best in people. Like, people reminisce about their weddings, and they have this. And they get sentimental, and the, the bride always looks good, and the guys are always all dressed up and look look snazzy, even though they might normally look like, you know, shit bags normally. And they, the, you know, uh, preacher does this, or whoever's officiating looks good. And then, then you have behind the, moms. the scenes. But behind the scenes, it's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> and I, I've helped plan a couple weddings. I've planned my own ish i mean when there wasn't a lot of planning involved in it but uh i i i, I can tell you that there's i forgot we talk, i'm sorry was yours a shotgun wedding no okay no no it you wasn't. were married and then portia was conceived no no portia was conceived nine months later portia was born about six months later we got married how come I don't know this? I don't know. I don't talk about it. Is it I'm sorry. I just made it public. Is that? I, I didn't know. Oh, I, I don't know. It's not. I mean, it is public knowledge. I just don't okay. talk about it because it was like 17 years ago. So, uh, this year, it'll be 18 years ago. This like this December will be 18 right, years so ago. So I don't think I ever so knew like that. It's not, not that it matters. I, I just don't think that I knew that. Yeah. No, it was a, she was definitely born out of wedlock. Okay. Sorry, Portia. No, she, she probably knows that She too. definitely knows. She's crying um, now. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, a broken home. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Look what a broken home produces. Yeah. F- future scholarships. U- f- scholarships, grants, future U of A. So she's down there now yeah. going to. She is, uh, yeah, she's at orientation. orientation. Today, student mm-hmm. orientation. She was sending me pictures of various things. She didn't send me any pictures. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll make her rectify that. Thank I'm you. sorry, Uncle Paul. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, the wedding thing. Like, I, you know, just I, so I'm officiating the wedding tomorrow and. And just briefly observing things like the, there's a couple things, not that it, not that it becomes detrimental to the wedding. It won't hurt the ceremony, won't hurt the, the services or anything like that. It's not anything major, but it's it, when you're trying to plan something that with a couple hundred people, I don't know if a, maybe a hundred people, it, it the more people you add to it, the, the more variables and the worse things could be. It's like I, I went to I attended a wedding, uh, got about 2005 or 2006 of. I didn't really know him, but I was really good friends with the the wife, and they've since divorced, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, anyway, and uh, it was in Las Vegas, and the catering company got most of the wedding people or most of the people sick, like food poisoning. Perfect. Now, amazingly enough, I chose to have the steak. You could either do steak, fish, or chicken, and I chose just like steak. Movie, just like movie Airplane. Yeah. Absolutely, and 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 the chicken and the chicken and the fish had like the same sauce on it, and it got everybody oh. sick. So like that's like just I can't even botch imagine. sauce. <coughs> I'm sure it was a botch sauce. <laughs> that's a terrible. Don't say that anymore. Like botulism, get it? Oh, I got it. I got it. What else would be a good name for a sauce that could get you sick? Sick sauce. 
Sick sauce. Okay, good. Fine. I don't know, man. I'm not creative right now. Some kind of viral, some kind of, uh, you know, viral. Tomain, tomain sauce. Tom's Tomain sauce. To- I don't know. Actually, that reminds me, there used to be a pork place downtown that was, uh, this, is, this is 10, 12 years ago, called Tomain Tom's. Oh, God. And it didn't last very long, obviously. But the, I was like, "What the fuck is Tomain?" And I had to like, I, I a friend of mine, and I were in the car. It was John Franz. Tomain Tom's coming soon. What the fuck is Tomain? And he, it's like a, it's like a worm. It's like a disease. It's a, it's a food, foodborne illness. And nice that you get from pork. And the guy called his place Tomain Tom's. Was that on? Did he know was, that? I don't know, man. I, I don't. Even, I can't even pick it apart. I know I didn't eat there. Yeah, and it didn't stay open for very long. It's like calling yeah. your airline, you know, air disaster or some kind of crash, something. I don't know. Oh, that's. I, I'm not being very creative right now. No, I'm no. I'm noticing that. I'm in a You're, foul mood, Joe. Yeah, Paul is in a foul mood. Is it because I was, all the wedding talk has got you yeah, like, oh, well, his bridesmaid never. Well, bride. it was. It was a little bit foul. Now it's even worse. Oh, well, I'm glad I could exacerbate things. You want me to turn the heat up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, come on, let's make it really bad. Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about how. how so no. wedding season, everybody's getting pissed off. All these uh, yeah, it's wedding around. season, so everybody's fucking angry. Yeah. No, just it takes all it takes is one thing. You know, when you're at that the height of of tension and stress, and all it takes is one thing to just just unravel the whole fucking mess. Right. And I I that's I feel like that's what ninety nine percent of all weddings are like. Nobody's ever like yeah, I enjoyed planning my wedding and <laughs> seeing it through to fruition. I bet you there are a few people that really do actually enjoy because it it's a big project to them, you know, and it's just going to make it come off. Well, and- there's some people out there that just they they thrive on big, nasty projects with mul- multiple facets to them that it does nothing but stress them out and ruin relationships. Huh. Hmm. Isn't that odd? <laughs> there. I, no, I there are people no, that thrive I on wish I, could, I wish I could identify with that. I'm, I'm sure you can if you really think about it for two seconds. I got I to gotta think about it. Nope, nothing. Nope, got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, the, the the wedding thing, I see people get super stressed. Both, look at both, looking at both of my brothers, their weddings. The, most, the, the top two most extravagant weddings I've ever seen I was a part of, and each it was each one of my brothers. One was at the, uh, I want to say it's Overton. I think it's called the Overton. It's in Saint, downtown St. Louis. Beautiful old opera house. <clears throat> just, just absolutely gorgeous. Multiple floors. I mean, just fucking amazing. A nice venue. Very nice venue. Like rich mahogany floors. Mm-hmm. Great acoustics, which is cool because nobody was mic'd up, and you're actually in, in like, an, like an, in, you know, it's an opera house. The acoustics were so good that, like, my mom could stand up at the very top, um, and and her she called us out. I I heard what you guys said. Like, we we're just talking shit. Yeah. Speaking like, of your mom, I met her for the first time. Oh yeah. And was, she gave was, me the feller's eye, the Sue Feller's. What did you what, did I, you say I, something? I, well, it was during graduation ceremonies and uh, for oh, because you kept cutting up and yeah, people's names and the activities were going on. You the were field. making fun of the names and you were making fun of their activities and. Your brothers uh, were laughing. They thought it was funny. Yeah. and Well, because, all right, so here's the thing. So it was me, both of my brothers, you, and Mike. Your stepfather. We, uh, it, well, my, I'm just going to say, and then my folks, like my stepfather okay. and, and, and my mother. Right. Stepfather and my mother have dealt with the th- us three boys for most of our existence. Can't imagine. Right? 
Then you add two people on top of it that are just as fucking oh, obnoxious Mike. and funny. Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike, yeah, yes. My stepdad's name is Tom. Right, I'm going to Mike's this. stepdad's name is Mike. <laughs> okay, which I think is weird. Right. Anyway, so we're there. Oh, by the way, I so, was in a good mood because I just ran a little bit. I mean, told yeah, you about a good yeah, mood. I was, yeah. was jogging. Probably had a shot of tequila before I showed up. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I remember mom giving like. Given trying to give you shit, and then Tom was looking to me like, "You guys need to cut it out." I'm like, "This is my town." Fuck, I'll I think, do what I, I fucking want. I think the big want. one was the last name Shiner came. Shiner, who Shiner? You were making, you made so many, you made a comment after every single fucking person's last name. It was, every I, single I, one. I told you, Alice, my stepmother would have really liked that. Well, she would have. She is my stepmother is into last names. Okay. I, I can't explain it. Some it's people, just a thing. Yeah. She, she likes, and she imagined what part of the world they might be from, or even put part of the Germany. She goes, I think it's more of a, of a Southern or whatever right. in England. She's, that's kind of a hobby of hers almost. So she would have enjoyed just all the names anyway, where I enjoy just making fun of the names. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them in a right. class of like 300. It was, a, it was hilarious. I was cracking up. Right. Um, and truth be told, during the whole graduation ceremony, there was only one time because everybody told me, "Oh, you know, you're going to lose your mind," and, and 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 you know, and I'm an emotional guy by by nature to a certain degree. I'm sentimental when it comes to certain things, but like the only time I got even a little bit worked up was the very first person to speak was uh, uh, Krista De Blasi when she spoke about um, uh, following the kids from like sixth or seventh grade or whatever. And you the, had to explain who she was because I, I didn't know. I'm, yeah, I have no idea. It's a gear up program. It's a great program, and it, it got. A whole bunch of kids that may not have ever had any sort of inkling or maybe any desire to go to college. Most of them in the Gear Up program went on, are going to college, which is large part obviously because of her. Because of her, and because I made a crack about Gear Up. Don't want to do that when you're flying. Landing Gear Up, huh? Yeah, and some yeah. Of your, most of your jokes landed flat. I think that's why my mom's getting pissed off. She's like, "Look, I was told you're funny, and you're not funny." That's not what she said. No, no. She so. pulled me aside later on, and she's like, "You need to find a new like friend." A new life <laughs> what are you doing here joe uh <laughs> kind of thing but uh yeah my whole family came out the first time or the last time that they were all out here was for my wedding oh december 2000 so i mean everybody was much younger then well i was looking forward to meeting your mom because i heard all these things about her and how she will straighten you right out if you say something that she doesn't like or give you the evil i got the evil eye you got the evil eye you succeeded i I went now i know what that's all about Uh, and and she'd only been in town she hadn't even been in town 24 hours no you hadn't even been around her that long. she's already casting it about she did find she she but by the end of it she she's like i'm really glad that you you really truly have uh, a family that you've chosen here like you really i can tell like all of your friends are 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 good they're good human beings right they're a diverse crowd and and then my stepdad, who hadn't been to Kingman since 2000, and prior to that hadn't been to Kingman since like 88 or 89, right? Was blown the fuck away by what's going on downtown. Oh, sure. And the growth and just how nice things are and how nice everybody seemed and just just all these these great things. It is and quite he, a change. He, yeah. And well, then he's kind of bummed out. He goes, "Well, we fucking why don't we have some shit going on downtown Troy? Because Troy's Troy is, I mean." Troy has a downtown area like your typical, not typical, like when you think of a uh, Americana style downtown square, mm-hmm. it's a fountain and you have a well, roundabout and all that. So Troy has all this stuff and it's just underutilized. Okay. 
It's not like it's dilapidated because I think we talked about that. Just not revitalized. It hasn't been. It's well, no, it's been revitalized. It's just been revitalized and then things went vacant. Oh, so you have a bunch of nice buildings that are empty. So and, is and, there? And it could, there could. There's like three bars, I think, three bars and and a handful of uh, of restaurants that also double as bars later on. But for the most part, like there's not a lot going on. They, I don't think that there's a lot organized now. Several times a year, they have different little festivals like they have a like in fact uh today is uh, the strawberry kickoff to the strawberry festival and they oh, uh, yeah. they close down the square and they do uh bed races and all that shit your norman rockwell painting type stuff what was funny is you know first friday for this town is getting a lot of uh press oh, especially yeah. this one it's getting a lot of press for this one which again starts here shortly and uh but someone's on there like you know there's more to kingman's down you know city than downtown and i went all right hold on a second scooter you know, people don't come to Kingman to go to Walmart or Big O Tires. But there's other businesses <laughs> out there, though. I know there's that. other things out there. But the but but the bottom line is is that, and this goes this goes back to antiquity. You have a town square. You have a town meeting area. This goes back to the ancient fucking Greeks and Romans. It's, you can go even it's further kind of back in your to DNA fucking, to the fucking Sumerians. Yeah, yeah. especially if you have a like. Uh, most of this country was built on agriculture. It was. It just was. Sure. It just is what it is. And then around here, you have ranch land, which is the, which is the ranching was like was the agriculture of the Southwest until irrigation took hold and whatnot. But anyway, for all intents and purposes, for this discussion, you know, it's ranch land. Well, you nobody wanted to go and visit more fucking cows. They have cows on their farm. So what do they do? Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, they would come into town and they would mm-hmm. go downtown where everything is within walking distance. It's a common, Rest, common meeting place. And right, restaurants, yeah. bars, um, you're, you're sewing supplies for the old ladies or for the moms or whatever that are making mm-hmm. dresses and clothes for the boys. And, and then you have your church and all that stuff. It's all centrally located. Yep. Because everything else was so not centrally located. And it's for and a it's reason. Exact, it, it's yeah. by design. It's for a reason. Exactly. That's- so anybody that wants to bitch and complain about that, well, you know what? Then why don't you promote something? Right. And and that's what I usually, what I, what I do is I, I tell people there's, when there's, you know, so there's more to Kingman that, 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 that I, I, I know that. There's great restaurants. There's a few bars. There's bowling alley. None of that stuff is downtown. Right. I get it. But... There isn't anywhere else in town where you can easily close down a, co- a block or two and, and yeah. have a street party unless you do it in a private neighborhood. I think, I think the conversation it. came from because it was a piece in the uh, local newspaper about uh, Victoria's Sugar Shack. And she was commenting that she would love to have a little place downtown, like, right. a, like a satellite place. Yep. And which I totally agree with. And so a lot of people and then someone, well, you know, it's more to the kingdom than downtown. Fine. Someone also made a snotty comment too, like, "Well, I'd rather buy it where she's anyway because it's a little lower bit cheap, taxes, lower taxes, and I really one penny lower." Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh huh. That's why I, you know, people I don't make very much money, but I could probably subsidize. Yeah. Those the other people. thing is this too. You know, she makes good stuff. People like it. It doesn't really. It doesn't matter where she is. She chose that place for whatever reason, whatever other business reason. Maybe she yeah. lives near there. Maybe she had a great deal on the building. I think it was a great deal on the building. Right. Uh, in reading that article, right, it seemed to be yeah. And then and there is actually a lot of people kind of in that area on the outskirts of Kingman in that area. That there's 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 a lot of people. Yeah, live, there's a, live there's in a lot that of people area. that don't go. That, that just, they, they don't, don't want to drive very far. They don't. Right. They don't want to. And I get it. I I kind of get it. But the, also, like, it's not. You're not going that far. It's not like that I rem- people aren't used to this because we live and they've lived here too long and they're not used to going to the big city and driving. Well, I, I don't know. Like I, where I grew up, 
we had like when I when we moved from Tucson, I was like eight years old. Moved from Tucson to Ohio and lived that way out in the country. The nearest grocery store was probably fifteen miles, maybe twelve yeah. to fifteen miles on the nearest real grocery store. Yeah, out here that's not that big of a deal. But when you have to, when you look at it, that's it's a forty-five minute drive. That's that period. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hopping on a two-lane highway with no stop signs or stoplights to go twelve or fifteen miles. It was backcountry roads with stop signs and twenty-five miles an hour. That mm-hmm. it, it's the Midwest. It's compact. Everything's close together. But everything's also a jumbled fucking mess because crisscrossing farmland and all that other horse mm-hmm. shit. You're familiar, you know. Mm-hmm. Most people understand that concept. So that's why whenever, uh, like, the, the difference when you talk to somebody who, say, lives out west or grew up out west and somebody who grew up in the, like, in the back east somewhere or somewhere that's more population dense, you back east, you talk about how long it takes you to get somewhere and not how far it is. Right. Because it's only about 160 miles from one side of Ohio to the other, but it takes every bit of three and a half hours to do it. Mm-hmm. It's 150 miles from here to Flagstaff, but once you get on the on the interstate, there's no stop signs. Right. And you get there in two hours. Right. So like there's there's the difference right there. So these people that live in like more um outlying areas. They don't want to drive that much that much further, and I get it. I'm totally okay with it. One of the reasons why I don't like living where I live is because everything I do, save for work at the hospital, is downtown. Right. All of my extracurricular activities, most of my friends live down there. You know, like I'm even further away now, and that's the thing about right. downtown. That's where I spend most of my money. And here's the thing: you live closer to Victoria Sugar Shack. I've never even been there. Oh, you haven't? Okay. I really I need to go there. Like I need, I obviously need to watch my carbs, but I like the idea of a bakery. Sure, I've always liked the idea. And of I think a bakery. that they would do very well if they if they had a place, she, little they, small little satellites. They, they don't have to be that big. She either. would kick fucking ass. Oh yeah, she they, would they kick have, ass if she just had. Uh, her baked goods and good coffee. If yeah. she just had good coffee going all day long, yeah. she would kill it. Absolutely yep. fucking kill it. Yep, absolutely. And and other people could then carry some of her stuff downtown too. You know, on the side. Anyway, so that's probably going to happen. But that was a. It was just dumb to have this kind of this positive article about that. And then someone goes, "Well, I'm glad she lives out of the city limits because it's lower taxes." The, oh God! Those God people. Almighty. I kind of want to find out who those people are, where like where they live, and right. just go to their house and or find their car and just put a little notice on there saying, uh, "By order of the citizens of Kingman, because you refuse to pay into any sort of tax structure, you're not allowed to drive on the road anymore." And then take one of their fucking tires off, because <laughs> I think that's horseshit. Like I, 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 I don't, just it, you use the infrastructure, fucking help us pay for it. It's it's a it was a political statement for some silly reason. She, for no reason, for no to, reason. It was just yeah. it was, and that's that's again why like social media fucking sucks. It does. It sucks. It's a necessary evil these days when it comes to marketing and blah blah blah. blah and it's all sometimes that shit. as you and I both know, it's hard to sometimes you can just ignore it, say screw it for a week. Or whatever, but then then someone's like, you know, I just I cannot let you, that comment go. You can't, yeah. No, I know. I don't know. Do you really let anything go? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Wow. You need but, to get um, off social media more then. times than than not. I'll start <sighs> hammering back about five and then seventh or eighth or tenth word. I'm going. Nah, screw. Oh it. yeah, no, I do the exact I'm same thing. Not I'm even. Saying, gonna, nah, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Or I'll scroll to it and go. Ah, eh, eh. if someone's blatantly wrong or being a dick. Then I'll I will absolutely correct them or you know um, I got somebody real good last night because I was just being a pain in the ass and the guy made some comments about it was another one of those autistic libertarian fucking rants that is not based in fucking reality 
and uh, and autistic libertarian. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's it, funny. It's, it is funny. I'm probably catch some catch some hell for that, but I don't really give a fuck anymore. Hey, I used oh, to be I sorry. used to be a libertarian. I was registered I, libertarian for ten. years I got until tired of went all, fucking batty. Like they've all gone whack, and that's why. No, and not all of them. We hear the most vocal. No, most no, no, extreme. no. I don't mean all no. the people. I, I'm just saying all the parties have gone whack. Yeah, no, they they have. So very, that's why I'm. Thank you. I'm independent. That shit is whack, Paul. You're very, you're very, shit. You're very welcome. I'm independent. No, I just I I posted a little picture that says you. It's Y O U space A R E and a W, and then the, the then a picture of an anchor. So you are a wanker. Except the guy didn't get it. No. I woke up this afternoon with all these like comments going, well, you're just going to post a picture with an anchor on it, and you are an anchor? A W anchor? Yeah. It's it a W anchor. It's a W anchor. And Is that from all, like uh, Winchester, made it was, in Winchester? Was it a... What, what, kind of, what kind of anchor is that? It's a Western United States anchor? There was like three or four comments after it by this guy going, oh, I guess you're not going to respond. I'm like, bitch, I fucking posted that at 2 o'clock in the morning. Do you think I'm awake? Fucking dumbass. So I just left it alone. I just left it be because I think it's funny. Sure. I, that's that's my thing is social media can be used as a tool, but so can a hammer. And sometimes I feel like taking that hammer and bashing myself over the fucking head with it. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many morons out there that have been given a voice. It, that's the. I think that is a, it's both, a, again, a blessing and a curse. It's just a, it's a pain in the ass. Let's take a break. I need Let's more to drink. All right. And some caffeine. We'll, we'll be back.
I'm tired, Joe. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I gotta I gotta wake the fuck up. I'm, I got shit sleep this morning, man. I got off work at. I didn't actually. I didn't get off work on time. I got off work about forty minutes fucking late because my relief didn't show up. Got like relief. no call, no show. I was not, and I don't. Yeah, it's like kind of got that little bit of a military background. I don't, I don't leave my post until I'm properly relieved. And and, and honestly, it took my boss coming in and saying, "Well, you can't." I mean, you can. I had two other people there that could that could watch the patients that I was watching, at least until they could find somebody else in there. But I also can't work much longer than what I did. I already worked twelve hours, almost thirteen hours actually. So like, you, they can't. They 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 don't want you to do that because I'm basically worthless at that point. Right. Because I've been doing that for so long at you know that overnight. Even just even more worthless than you are normally. But even way more worse worthless than I normally am, Dick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, so. I just got shit sleep trying to get over this bullshit. And I'm telling you right now, NyQuil, nighttime, like NyQuil gel caps are a fucking scam because those motherfuckers don't work. Okay. Because if I take the same dosage of NyQuil, I'm fucking out in 15 minutes. And for the last like five to 10 minutes, I'm awake. I'm wasted, floating, feeling great. And then I fall asleep and I'm out for eight, nine hours. Okay. No coughing, no nothing. I took a double dose this morning because yesterday morning that shit didn't fucking work. I took a double dose. Within two hours, I was awake coughing and fucking hacking and shit. God damn it. <laughs> fucking gel caps. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> so when I leave here, yeah, I'm going to go and buy some more medicine at the dollar store. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to have some soup. And I'm going to get fucked up on NyQuil. <laughs> I'm gonna dry, I'm gonna take it. Sounds a, like a, what's like a good a, evening. Yeah, it sounds like a great first Friday. That's yeah. my first Friday. Yeah. Doesn't involve anybody else but me and the TV and some fucking dextromethorphan. Good for you. Anyway, so last night I listened to uh and I know yesterday you you listened to some of it, not all of it, but the Candace Owen, who's this yes. uh conservative I don't want to call her a pundit because she doesn't like being called a pundit, although I'm still trying to figure out exactly what her role is, but she is uh, she's definitely a mover and shaker in the conservative media. That she gets paid being that. She right? yeah yeah she gets paid to go and speak to uh, like college campuses, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's good that she's presenting an, another side, and it's good that she's like under thirty and that uh, you know and and all that. But let's go and say and, she's, and a woman she's black she's female. Well, well, she, what I was get, I was coming around to it. Okay. I was coming around to what Rogan said that she uh, that she's a Republican. She's a conservative because she's not a registered Republican. She makes it very clear she's an independent, but she does consider herself a she she in one breath says I label myself as a conservative. And then like the next breath says that she doesn't like label culture and labeling people Uh I'm like, okay, fine. Well, she was talking so rapidly. She was she 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 was talking almost as fast as Ben Shapiro, who they touched upon. Like, yes, her and Ben Shapiro are friends. And I. I like Ben Shapiro. About eighty percent of what he has to say, I'm I, I dig. I'm, I'm okay with. Mm. I think he's off base and has never really lived in the real world. So that other twenty percent, I'm just like, nah, that's not true. Like, no, I don't think you've ever worked a day in your life where you got blisters on your hands from working. Like, I don't think you. I don't think you. You you don't understand the quote plight of the common man at all. Like, you don't sure. know. You you don't. 
you you you're you're like an Upper East Side Jew. Like you don't fu- you don't you don't travel in those circles, right. and that's fine because right. you're an intellectual and you're a great speaker. And you know these things, but you, but with her, she grew up in Stamford, Connecticut. Because I looked her up and I was like, Stamford. I've been to Stamford. Stamford is one of the richest and one of the poorest communities I've ever seen. Yes, it is. It's uh, oh, you, so you've been to Stamford. You, yes, so you, it's, sure, a, you, it's a uh, it's a yeah, it's a big freaking dichotomy. It's a it, it's well, it's it's, incre- it's binary. So it's, disgustingly <laughs> rich people. Like rich, not like you're rich or like you're <laughs> flying people. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. Someone ever. told me recently that they get they just get a kick out of me calling you a one percenter all the time. <laughs> it's not even close. It's not. But those people that you talk about that are like just mega fucking rich, those people live in Stanford. But those people need maids and gardeners and cooks, and those are the poor people that live in they Stanford. They need the help, right? And that's where she grew up, and and, and grew up with her own little. Uh, she had a few good points in the beginning where she talked about um, uh, racism and her like first brush with actual like blatant racism was when she was like 16 or 17. No, she was 17. She was her senior year. And the media backlash from it basically made it so that she had to be homeschooled for the last yeah, half of her senior year. I remember year, saying that, yeah. Which is, a, which, which is absolute fucking bullshit. But then she kept going on about uh, victim, victim uh, playing the victim, and people who are actually victims don't don't play the victim. That's because, very true. And she was very accurate on that. But then, like Rogan took her to task, like later on about the the global warming and climate change and whether or not mankind has exacerbated it. And he's like, "No, man, it's like we have over ten thousand scientists that all agree that mankind is exacerbating it, not that it caused it." It's already going to happen. It happens. It'll happen whether we exist or not, and it always has been going on since the Earth uh-huh. cooled and formed into what it is now. Uh-huh. Um, but he wouldn't let it go. I, I can't wait for you to finish it. Like it's yeah, just, I'm still it's 30 20, minutes, uh, thirty minutes out it, from finishing it. It, it, it was just <clears> he <throat> just kept hammering, hammering, and hammering because she'd formed an opinion without any actual research. Right. She spent one night reading some articles, and it was all conservative bias. Which is, you know, and we're all, but so, so that, what that brought me, brought up is two points that I wanted to talk about. Oh today my God, was, Joe is picking up an actual note. I do. I know. And it was a sticky note. I sort of, this, this hasn't of, happened in about a year. Is <laughs> outrage culture and how detrimental it can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and recently you had uh, Roseanne, who's no stranger to, um, Controversy. To controversy. Remember back in the 90s when she uh, sang the national anthem? And sang as grabbed her crotch. Grabbed her crotch and spit. What was down there? Huh? She grabbed her crotch. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> downstairs. Uh, her, her, I don't want to I don't want to talk about Roseanne's downstairs. Downstairs mix-up? Not a downstairs mix-up. <laughs> Mangina. And then she spit. And she, yeah, that, she grabbed, yeah. grabbed her crotch and spit. Now, I, now my, my mother, as I, I can remember my mother's reaction. And thinking, well, that's what baseball players do. She's a comedian, and she was making fun of baseball players. They grab their crotch, and they spit. Mm-hmm. And I can remember my stepfather going off, as disrespectful to the national anthem. And da, da, da. She, goes, she, she goes, no, she wasn't being disrespectful to the national anthem. She was be- making a joke, on, and it was making commentary and a, and a joke on what baseball players do. Probably wasn't the best joke. It wasn't the best, the best time. It wasn't the time. best venue, yeah. but that's, that's, but that's what that's, it was. That's what she is. She's She's... Uh, in your that, face, yeah, she's that which way. is why that show was such a huge fucking hit. And I'm telling you, I watched damn near every single episode of that show in broadcast. It was almost like a religion in my household mm-hmm. because it was like a more extreme form of how I grew up. Which is why it, a lot of people were that way. So, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. it was. A, it spoke to a large portion 
of the country. Same reason why, like the the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years was a huge, huge show in in, in my household growing up, because uh, Kevin Arnold and his friends graduated in 1972. That was the year my mom and my dad graduated. Yes. So everything was culturally relevant, perfect to the year for every season of that that show to them and then it and then I grew up with it and I just fell in love with that show. But anyway, back to Roseanne, so she, you know, she made these comments. She's a comedian. She, and she and and, she, and not only is she a comedian, but she's also kind of a shock comedian. She always has been. Yep. She says things that a lot of people are thinking, maybe not everyone is thinking, but it's a fleeting thought, it's not like a mantra. Mm-hmm. And she just says it. She says it and she wraps it up in a, in a with a funny bow. Yep. And it works for her, and it has for like forty years. I don't. The problem. The problem is, is that sh- you can't really do that anymore. Yeah, it's such a part of the outrage culture. You're talking about exactly. everybody gets outraged. And what happened? Over- she lost her job. Everybody on that show because they brought their you know brought her show back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it wasn't a hundred. It wasn't like it wasn't as spot on as it was before. It was pretty goddamn close. Okay. Um, because that show started in the like the pre, uh, or like late eighties, pre nineties prosperity years where a lot of people were really, really struggling. That was when uh, in the Midwest you had all these plants shutting down and going this and then like all that. Just the um, a mild, uh, um, what do they call that, uh, recession. Yes. Right? And that re- show reflected things perfectly. And it was it was a great mirror for, for what's going on right now in America. The problem is, is that I think it was just poorly executed. But what I'm getting at is, is with this outrage culture – and the more I listen to Jordan Peterson, the more I'm starting to really side with this guy, which is funny because he's Canadian, but he has a lot of makes a really, really a lot of good points. Is that you're hindering free speech? Yes. Now, granted, you're not. We've talked about this before. The Constitution does not grant you these freedoms from other people or from your employer, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I can't just go into my boss's office and just just chime off about how fuck you and fuck this and, and then the, yeah, that's and hide not, behind the first that's amendment. That's not what free speech is. That's not what it is. Yeah. That's not what it is. So it has to do with the government. And it has to do with the government telling you what you can and cannot say. Mm-hmm. But as a culture, this outrage bullshit is what's... So she can't speak up and say things because she's going to get fired, which is what happened. And everybody on the show lost their job too because they canceled the show. Immediately. Well, what's gonna? Yeah, what happens is, is that you know they knew. That, I don't know if they were gonna get, if they got threatened by other sponsors that started dropping her or not, or if that's how it started. Of course, you know, I'm but, sure uh, that's. I'm, what, I'm sure that's sure what, what it's it all about. Money. It's like Tide is supposed to be this, you know, all American company, and they're probably uh, they're on everything show like that for being sponsored. Yeah, or Coca Cola, or who knows what else? Other more. And she made American a comment thing. about um, which eh, I, you heard Rogan talk about it. On, uh, you, you, um, oh no! Did you listen to the Kevin Smith episode from this week? No, Rogan's I've, been I've killing not, it. Yo, this been, week has been a wet dream of mine. Yeah, I, for, no, I, uh, I haven't heard any podcast. of Kevin Smith. Going, God, I got to go back and listen to that one now. Because he so finally no, got the not. Robert Shock, that guy, mm-hmm. the fucking from the the, the Sphinx guy. I'm yeah. not even halfway through that I podcast. I've listened to that one either. Fucking blew my mind. I listened to the Kevin Smith one because I'm a Kevin Smith fan, and I just wanted to listen to him. <laughs> which was funny because it was like 30 minutes of them blubbering about dogs, which uh, literally blubbering about dogs, <laughs> and then. And then Rogan talks about his 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 friend who's a vet and had been his friend for years. Like they've been friends back in uh, in in uh, in Jersey and then in Boston. And then he grew up uh, and he would take his dogs to this vet. And then this vet friend was killed by a drunk driver. Oh shit! And then and then like within within a few weeks, his dog died. So he didn't. Oh, hit, he's like and it just reminded him of it, like the fact that he couldn't take. He had to find a new vet. 
Wow. Anyway, so the fucking guys are all worked up and talking about their dads and the dads are like Jesus dogs and but all you've got the one guy stuff. who can kick the shit out of ninety percent of all humans who have ever lived, and then you have the other guy who can make ninety percent of all humans who have ever lived laugh. Yeah. And these guys are both crying about their on a fucking podcast. Dogs and dads. And yeah, fucking and vets. And vets. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I, Kevin's or, or not Kevin's. Uh, Joe Rogan was said he was catching hell on Twitter because he was supposed to have Roseanne on today. Oh yeah, on, I remember, on, yeah, I remember, and, yeah. And I don't know if I haven't checked. I haven't. I got out of bed and came straight here, so I haven't checked. People are mad at him for. They're mad at him for giving her a voice. That's fucking bullshit. That people getting mad at him for giving her a voice is fucking horseshit. Yeah, and I think that would be it, a perfect thing for him to do or her to do. And and if she can, if she has a really reasonable explanation, I mean, she could say, yeah, it was a a, a joke that people would find offensive. She, well, she was. But, she claims that it was Ambien. Did you hear that? Part? I've heard that excuse. That, that yeah. She that she claimed that she was on Ambien. It was Memorial Day weekend. She had had some drinks. I have not tried this and Ambien. I'm telling you, man. You, I've, you? I've 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 I used it twice to sleep. And I don't like how it makes me feel when I wake up in the afternoon. It makes me feel. It takes me like an hour to come out, come out of this like groggy funk, and then I don't have any memory of what I did for that first forty-five minutes or an hour after I woke up. Wow. It's like coming out from like a versed coma. Like it's not. It's not good. Hmm. It reminds me of just to throw it out there. I've had uh, nine colonoscopies in my life. Because polyps and colon shit runs in my and colon shit colon cancer <laughs> colon. runs in my family, so I just get I get tested all the time, and the way they say sure it's because you don't they, like it, Joe. No, I, I kind of like somebody going six feet up it, my poop shoot. Yeah. No, actually, no. what I really like is the prep beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, twelve hours before drinking all that crap. You have to yeah. shit it out and fuck yeah. It's yeah. called go lightly, but it's fucking nothing but. <laughs> I go down to shirt size though every time it happens. So I just got it's like it's like colon cleanse. It's part of the you know, the <clears throat> regimen. Anyway, part but but part of that is uh, they don't sedate you completely. It's called conscious sedation. You don't remember it, but you're somewhat awake. You're kind of groggy, mm-hmm. but they give you this a drug cocktail. But one of them is Versed, and Versed makes you forget about the last say thirty minutes, fifteen to thirty minutes mm-hmm. before you went under, and about a half hour to an, maybe an hour after you wake up. You know, depending on your dose. And that's what ambient feels like to me. The sleep is great. I wake up feeling rested. I, I could I could go and sleep for eight hours and feel like I slept for two solid days. And because I was so used to not getting good sleep, I feel great. Do the problem I know people that use it, and like my mom woke up behind like the uh, woke up uh, in the bathtub. I've known people that have fallen asleep in the bathtub with water running and only woke up. Because neighbors were pounding on the door because shit was leaking down onto the like the. the, the do, do people apartment. use Ambien for recreation? Uh, I know I've heard of people doing it just as kind of a joke, but it's not really something that's recreational. Mm-hmm. So what happens is if you force yourself to stay awake past the point, like you have this point where when you take Ambien that you're supposed to fall asleep, okay. and if you go past that point where you're supposed to fall asleep, your brain starts doing some funky shit because of the way the mechanism of action. I think if I remember correctly, Ambien is a hypnotic. Okay. So it fucks with the way your brain synapses work and it's fine if you're asleep, but if you're not asleep and just lying there and in a sleep state, your brain is it like is, is in a sleep state, but your body is not, which is why it's so fucking dangerous for some people. Also, people that have never taken Ambien get prescribed that shit in a hospital as a sleeping pill all the time. And I can tell you, Probably 50% of the problems we have in the middle of the night at the hospital of people just going psycho is because they, they took Ambien. 
That they were so, asleep for a few hours and they wake up and start wandering around and then you try and get them back to bed and then they go off on you and it's all gibberish. You can't understand what they're saying. So on part of the warnings label, it should be something like, you know, do not tweet when yeah, you're... Yeah, don't under- tweet. It's funny that you say that because... Uh, some late night host cracked that joke. Do not do any. Did they really? Do not do any. Yeah, social... they did like a fake PSA for for Ambien. Ambien, uh, great for sleeping, not so good for texting and texting or don't oh, okay. don't tweet in Ambien or something like that. But but you know, and Rogan believes her because Rogan knows he's been a close personal friend of hers for twenty five years. Like they know each other really well, and he said that on that on on the the Kevin Smith episode. From a few so days did ago. he ever say? Did and he, he supported her. He said, "I I think she. I've seen people do some really stupid shit on Ambien. And I've heard really nasty horror stories, which is why they reformulated Ambien a few years ago." Did he say he was going to have her or not? Then I, mean, I that, was, as, as of final? yesterday, he was going to have her on today. Okay, I don't know if that's true or not. I I really kind of I, I really kind of hope. I, I hope so. I, I I hope so. I'm not I, really a fan of Roseanne. I'm not an unfan. Not a fan. But it's like she's kind of somebody that I just grew up. Yeah. I would like to. There. You know, it's a big deal. It's in the newspaper now. It's all over the news. Whatever. I would like to hear what she has to say about right. it. Right. But know? then, so I I got delved more into this kind of outrage culture kind of thing. And there's thousands of videos on YouTube that you can of people's talking about it and how it affected them and all this other shit. But then I then I kind of go back to it's social media that kind of created this problem yes it, did. it gave too many people a voice now every person should have a voice i get it but whenever you exploit the fact that you have a voice and and then and then you you don't know what the fuck you're talking about right that's a problem that like, that's a real problem because what you have is you have no filter we have filters in society set up for a reason we have you know one person one vote and you have people that run like we have we have a fil- okay so one of the reasons why i don't like the idea of referendum was it re- pure democracy and referendum voting for every little issue? Oh, yeah. Is that it's costly and fucking time consuming. Right. That's not why Which we is why we have way. elected yeah. representatives at all levels of government. Yeah, so social media is kind of like giving a kangaroo a shotgun or something. Yeah, no shit. It's, a kangaroo, a shotgun, and a ballot. Like, it's, it's fucking, it's terrible. And, and, and their own newspaper if they want. Yeah. Like, it's really, really fucking toxic. Yeah. And then, and then you have, so, okay, so back to the outrage thing. So you have an infringement of basic human rights, which is what the Bill of Rights is supposed to be, yes, right? Yes, It's These are supposed to be inalienable rights. But it's only enforceable from the government level. So if you tell me, ah, shut up, don't talk about that, that's not infringing my First Amendment rights. Sure. If you were the president, it would be. Yes. If you were a city council member, it would be. Yep. If you were any sort of public official, it would be. You all have to do with the government oppressing the people. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and, and so in this case, it's the people oppressing persons. Yes. And this is not fucking right. It's not good because I feel like the direct result is people who are afraid to speak out and say things. Well, what if, what if, and this is a long conversation. We've got to get going, Joe. I'm so sorry. But what if... Uh, they they didn't fire her, but 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 people you know Tide decided to the, oh my god this is not a good thing so they dropped the sponsorship or people wrote into all the sponsors or all these places and a lot of people were pissed off so now but and, and they used to let the market speak okay fine this yeah mar- let the, the market, market speak for itself and that that okay. honestly what you know what would have happened okay because of out oh but maybe hold on but, go but it could go negative to where they could be spending ABC or who the is affiliate that who it is ABC. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. having all this money and this infrastructure, and they're going to air this show that a lot of people are pissed off about that are going to not watch it. So now they are forced because they're letting the market speak and they're not making decisions themselves right. to have this show on there where no one's watching and and the revenue goes in the toilet, you know. And then 
I guess, you know, and uh, so that's rather than doing that, they'd say, fine, we're pulling the plug now. Well, they did it. I, I think they did it prematurely, but I think it would have happened eventually. Okay. I think it was more like yanking off, like ripping off the Band-Aid rather than letting okay, the Okay, so they would have lost millions and millions and millions and Probably. millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're a private company and they're allowed to do that. Yeah, they can't. I, I, I understand. Absolutely. I understand yeah. it's not right or, or whatever. And they, and that, but it's, it's the culture out. surrounding yes, it. The cult, that's the problem is the culture <laughs> is driving it. Absolutely. Uh, and it re- people shouldn't be so offended so easily about everything. Because she was talking, that chick was talking about, that, that was so funny when he, it kind of got her him mad because she asked about him being a comedian or not. Oh, do you still go out and do comedy and stuff like that? And she didn't know. Remember, she didn't oh, really shit. know I that. I was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> That's right. And He's he, like, yeah, I have three dates this he week. He kind of said, yeah. I mean, like, who are, he goes, all right, this interview is over. He said something like that. He yeah, said, he, yeah. And I, I was kind of hoping he was going to end the interview then. And then I looked at it. There was like an hour, another hour and a half left. So she was trying to school him on what you could and couldn't say. And he kind of, he, he, he pushed back on her some. He said, not really that's you not really still. how that is that's how it is in your world in the actual real world yes but you can they get can, away with a hell of a lot yeah, more all these people all these top these really sarcastic asses that we love pretty much say whatever they want to say yeah yeah you know and and like some of the controversial shit that louis ck has said it's amazing oh, yeah. to me that jerking off in front of people is what <laughs> uh is what did him in right because you haven't heard anything from louis ck hasn't no. updated his website in five, five five or six months which is not like him he hasn't tweeted in five and or six dave months. chappelle the stuff that he does <laughs> oh my god absolutely yeah. i mean louis ck <laughs> fucking he said shit like the i i like <laughs> baby i support the troops i go i go overseas and i do the you know uh the uso tours and i, I support our troops and i i'm glad that they're doing that so that i can say the things that i want to say but you know, maybe if you go to another country and you get shot, maybe it's a little bit your fault. Like if you go and shoot at somebody, maybe it's a little, a little bit your fault. And he got booed. He got booed for that. And he's yeah. like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I've told that joke to servicemen, servicemen and women all over the world, and they all fucking laugh and they think it's because they know right. that they know I'm right. So all you people from your comfortable fucking cubicles and your dead lives, <laughs> driving your fucking stupid ass SUVs, fuck <laughs> you. I support the troops. But it's still a little bit their fault if they get shot or blown up. Yeah. Like, and so he said yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. But Roseanne, Roseanne yeah, if you're going sense. over, yeah, if you're going over to someone yeah. else's country, and and they really don't like you, invading, they don't want you there. We, or we, a we, certain we, a certain faction of the we people are the there. invading force as far as they're yeah. concerned. Yeah, and they're going to kind of protect their country. Right. It's like there's a very fine line. The only the only difference between freedom fighters and uh, and and uh, oh god, what, what's the what, what is a Bush era? Uh, term that came about uh, oh, the, in certain uh, the, insurgents uh, uh, um, that were down in like Central America, like George Bush. No, 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 no. Second, second Bush. Oh, uh, uh, in, in, I, enemy combatants. Okay, I'm like enemy combatants. Come on, yeah. Really? Do we have to come up with that fucking term? Sure. A- any, anyway, no. Back to the, the outrage thing. So yeah, it's like you, you, you either risk losing everything, right, or you don't speak out. There's no gray area. There's no you don't and you don't say anything. You don't you're not allowed to speak out what's on your mind. And obviously, I mean, people can say, well, the market dictated this, but now it's not the market didn't dictate her getting fired and all those people on that show. And because it, it's not just the actors and the actresses on the show, it's all everybody in the crew, everybody in the stage. Probably, that that show probably employed two thousand people. That's two thousand people who lost their job because a bunch of people got fucking upset because of something one lady said late at night. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! It, it, really? It is, it is. Are you fucking kidding me? If anything, what they could have done? So there's a few things out there on the net I, I read last night that I just cracked up. One of them was 
they should replace Roseanne Barr with Danny DeVito and never address that they replaced her. Just let him read the rest of the script. <laughs> it just, yeah, not say anything. Not say that anything would have been hilarious. Right? Or another one would be... I would have then watched that show. I don't watch it now. I would have then watched that show. So replace her funny. with Steve Buscemi and and uh, um, uh, Jeff... Uh, oh, God damn it. Jeff Bridges. Uh, okay. And then slowly... And just replace it. Put Steve Buscemi and Jeff Bridges on the show... And slowly turn the show into how how Dan Connor turns into the dude, and just never address that Roseanne left. Like I would watch the fuck oh, out of yeah. that show, and that I don't be, watch TV, man. That would, I know that's what I was gonna say. I don't either right now. With my certain setup. And your I, shit I has on. You're you're on. You have the fake news network. It's fake. Yeah. CNN fake news. Yeah. What's on in the background? There it is up there. Just just yeah. in case World War Three really starts, we want to make sure we're you know up on the up on the event. That's yeah, because I'm going to turn to the news when World War Three happens. What else are you going to do? Get in your plane and go to Mexico. Okay. I'm With the clothes on my back, we'll pick up Porsche on the way. It's full of gas, so yeah. Fuel. Fuel. Well, I, I had to save it for the commoners. Oh! Oh, and there it is, one percenter. I <laughs> Look, fucking we, we got to go. I'm going to be late. Oh, you have I'm to go. I'm late now. You have to go. I, I really need to go. I, I'm so sorry. Paul Paul has women to flirt with. That's, That's what not he's what it is. It's not... The brothel. I'm t- the brothel. You don't really have to flirt with the women at the brothel. Yeah, no. Well, if you flirt with cash, <laughs> you, st- you start losing some of your. You start losing your game. We should continue you- this conversation we, because this shit fucking fascinates me, we and should. we didn't even get to my second fucking talking point. Fine. So let's let's not fine. Let's not post this one the way it is. No, we're gonna. We're go- oh, we are. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna continue up maybe Tuesday. And I then do. I do it. what I want. You do do what you want. Do, I do, do what I want. I'm a free man. You are a free man. Ish. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I mean, freer. we are in America, so it's not as free as China. We don't enjoy the freedoms they have. Yeah, we don't enjoy the freedoms that you enjoy in China. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What they're smoking, wherever they're they want. fucking Bachman. Dumping lead and putting it in their pants and shitting all over the, you know, whatever they do. Wow. I don't know. We learned wow. what the Chinese do. We had a friend of ours that just came back from China. Yeah, Janie. It's, it's yeah. like, it's not really, there's not a lot of regulations of anything over there, it seems. I liked her story about the, the zoo. And yeah. walking in between the lion pen yeah. and the alligator pen, and how they were selling chickens <laughs> to throw into <laughs> live, live chickens, live everybody. chickens, yeah. And they, and you could then, <clears throat> and, but I said, where people people that are tourists had a little bit of money were doing this, I guess. Right? She said it was about eight dollars U.S. Yeah, and then which well, is for, a lot of another fucking money couple of dollars. You could rent just temporarily a a like a fishing pole and tie the chicken onto the pole oh, and then and lower it down into the lion or alligator. They're really playing into that shit. Yeah. I, I wish you could do that at Arizona, but with toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. We're done. All right, we're, we're done. Okay, bye. You got bye. anything else? No. Okay, bye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>